Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast, where Joshua Latimer has been MIA for quite some time. Super sorry. I've missed all of you. I love all of you. I've been recovering from live events, traveling, trying to build empires and change the world. Hopefully, you've been doing the same thing. I've missed you. And uh, what we're going to do is we kick back off the, the last quarter of podcasts this year. I'm going to play you some cool little snippets from the Automate Grow Sell experience. And actually, today and tomorrow's podcast, I did live roundtable podcasts with some of the attendees at the event. And it was really, really cool, really different, unique. I think you're going to love it. So the first few minutes will be me kind of documenting the first day when people are, were arriving. And then our first roundtable discussion where we talk about marketing for employees, the whole employee issue that's happening right now, except what's cool is you get the perspective of a whole bunch of other business owners. I think you're going to love it. Uh, Welcome back to the Quick Talk Podcast. I promise I'm going to deliver all kinds of juicy, amazing uh, nuggets to you (laughs) to finish this month and to round out the year. Uh, But without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so this is day one. It's currently October 14th, I think. And a whole bunch of people are flying to the Grand Rapids airport and we're going down to surprise them and meet them there. And we have this huge charter bus. It's a party bus with like coolers and neon lights and it's amazing. It's going to be crazy. And I want to kind of like document uh, different things that happen through this week. It's going to be so fun. And right now I'm joined by special guest, Brandon Vaughn. What's up, Brandon? What's up? So I'm kind of like, I've been moving so quickly, going 100 miles an hour in my brain. I couldn't even think straight this morning because there's so much prep and so much planning. And it's really indescribable how much work it takes to coordinate something like this. But now it's here. And, like, we're ready. And we're excited. And so, I don't know. I don't know what I feel. I'm excited. I think the people getting off the airplane have no idea what's in store. I don't think they have a clue. No. I don't think they have really a clue. They don't. They think, they're like, well, this will be a nice business conference and uh, going to have a I super time. Wives, I think their wives is what's probably going to be the biggest surprise because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, my husband's just spent X amount of dollars or vice versa. You know? Exactly. Know. The non-entrepreneurial spouse is what yep. I call them. Yep. But the non-entrepreneurial spouse, whichever one that is, is like... Who, wait, what? Why did you send some guy on the internet a bunch of money? <laughs> what are we doing? What, what is this? It's no Michigan. It's cold in Michigan. No one's gotten an itinerary. No one has a schedule. Right. In fact, they're not going to get a schedule when yeah. they show up. They don't actually. We give them know. tiny amounts of information at a time because we're basically going to force people to be present, to slow down and chillax, which will actually take some work. So we, we have some secret ninja things we do to get people to chill. There's no posturing, posing, peacocking false ego stuff that happens at this event and I think that's why it's special Um, because you don't have to try to be awesome you have to try to be honest we get clear on what you want and we give you uh, very specific steps on how to get what you want uh, and built by people who have already attained what it is that you want (laughs) it's a really special thing I'm pumped and uh, yeah so my intention this will be a really weird podcast I have this handheld recorder I'm going to record different things and kind of stitch it all together and kind of give it to you guys so you can learn stuff I'll be interviewing some of the mentors that we have up here about different business things Uh, but most importantly we're going to have fun and I want to encourage all of you to have fun uh, if you're not having fun, what, what are you doing? What, like, why, why are we doing this again? Like, what's the point if we're not having fun, right? And, uh, yeah, that's kind of my encouragement to you guys is to have fun. Give yourself permission to have fun. And uh, that's it. Talk to you in a minute. All right, guys, here's another update. I'm driving back up to Ludington. The airport is over an hour away from our property, and we have a bus full of attendees driving up, probably freaking out, all nervous, like, 
what did I do? What is this? This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and I actually am driving up separately in my truck and our bus was full. So we somehow made a miscalculation. And uh, but we got through it. So I have uh, Brian Hegarty in my truck with me. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, Josh? Oh, man, I can't, this is going to be a great week. Looking forward to it. Patrick Clark's here with us and his wife. Yeah, awesome, Patrick man. and Shayla. Shayla. Hey, what's up? Say hola, cómo estás? So we're almost there, and uh, we're really excited. And the looks on the faces. I remember last year when we did this. It's like it's kind of awkward at first because they're like, hey, Jen, you know, or like I don't know everybody intimately, but they might know who I am because they listen to the podcast. Um, but they have no idea the fun that's going to be in store. They have no idea um, how my wife prayed for every person on the attendees list for the last three months, almost every single day. And we're just prepared. We're gonna we're gonna help people. It's gonna be awesome, and hopefully it doesn't rain. Brian, you told me it's not gonna rain, right? So it's not gonna rain, but I can tell you just from the energy on that bus, this is gonna be one heck of a week. I mean, everybody that was on that bus, you can see it in their face. They are just like chomping at the bit, waiting to get going on this. This is exciting. We're not going to tell session two people what's going on. They'll have to figure it out on their own. <laughs> no, we got to keep the secrets the secrets and share just enough so that if you're listening to this podcast, the FOMO is at maximum level. Uh, fear of missing out. No, I'm just kidding. No, I wish you could all be here. I'm sure you will get here someday. And uh, that's it. So I'm going to uh, keep... Oh, you re- to mention Brandon. Brandon what? Brandon Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. I recorded He's it earlier here. on the way down. The recording I did before this one, Brandon was with me when we were talking. Oh, all right. Yeah, so I'm going to stitch all these together and make like oh, a I got kind of a play-by-play type thing after everything's done or something. So, but Brian did tell me that my axe throwing station is incorrectly manufactured and I'm going to have to disassemble it. Don't know when I'm going to do that, but we'll figure it out. Never let a guy from Ludington set up an axe throwing station. Yeah, YouTube lied to me. That's all I got to say about that. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. All right, it's night one. We made it back to the event center. We did a whole bunch of surprises that I can't tell you about in the podcast, and it was awesome. It was amazing. We rode around on party buses and went and did some cool stuff. And we're just going to kind of get people some literature and lay out the vision and the structure of our very unique event. It's going to be super, super, super cool. And uh, I don't know. I just hope I I remember to keep recording snippets as I go because um, it's very busy. It's very busy, but it's good. You know, I... I had the opportunity to give a couple little mini speeches and I got a little emotional because of how big of a deal it is for, you know, married couples with kids to coordinate a trip like this across the country and to have the belief or the faith to even try to do something like this, not knowing what to expect, not fully understanding if this would be worth it or it would pay off. And they they have no idea what we have in store for them and it's going to be so incredible. So I'm excited for them. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So tonight we're going to uh, set the tone because the uh, mastermind portion of the event, along with endless surprises, starts tomorrow morning. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. All right, we just wrapped up night one. We're doing some cleanup. Tim Kroll, how you doing, my friend? I am doing spectacular. Whoa, still full of energy. How do you think uh, this is going so far? We're just getting started. We're not sharing massive details, but how's the energy? How, I was just going to become a podcast. Okay. So, I just was curious because I didn't know how much I'm allowed to give away. You can just say how awesome it is or... Okay, it's awesome. That's... Yeah, <laughs> it's but I told lame you. You ruined it. 
What are your thoughts? Is it uh, no? Actually, it's incredible to watch how people go from closed to open, and they become more and more comfortable as the time progresses, and then they start sharing more. And then I'm just excited for tomorrow ball. Yeah, I'm like excited for tomorrow because tomorrow is going to end up being like people are going to really start letting down their walls and opening it up. And yeah, as weird as it sounds, it's going to be exciting to watch the tears mm-hmm. because then that's when it's going to be. You know, you know, you're hitting the core. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's exactly. why we do this. Yep. Thank you. Yep. I'm documenting things. Okay, I'm going to keep walking. I'm going to talk to. I'm going to talk to Mike Dalkey on my audio documentary. So, end of the day one. What are you thinking? How are you feeling right now? I loved Nick Thurston touching. Don't 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 oh. don't say what it was. I'm not to give oh. anything away. Just oh, say you, it's on, emotional and it's open. It was good. It was yeah. awesome. It was wonderful. A huge step up from last year. If last year was an eight, this year was a sixteen. Oh wow! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Mike Geller here. What's up, Mike? What's up? What's up? We got Garrett. Dude, I don't uh, even know. Is Bosky? Bosky. Oh, yeah, nailed it. it. Okay, what's up? Wonderful. How are you feeling? I'm feeling enthused. He has a spectacular beard. Can't see it, but just believe me, it's amazing. <laughs> and Matt Adwell, the man, the myth, the legend. How you doing, Matt? Doing good, uh, man. Thanks for being here. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. How the heck are you? I have an episode that you have never heard in over 300 episodes. It's going to be something totally different, fresh, original, unique. It's going to be super cool. I'm joined by a roundtable of people I love and trust, people that are going to war in small business all over the country, in Canada. Uh, it's unbelievable. We're live at the Automaker Cell Experience, okay? And we're going to talk about uh, one topic, and we're all at this roundtable going to try to serve you, the listener, right? We've been beating up ideas all day. We've been masterminding. We've been getting vulnerable and asking hard questions and trying to pick apart what's really holding us back. Usually it's 95% mental uh, and it's very helpful to get around like-minded people and try to tackle that issue, right? So first of all, can, can we all like do a quick introduction of where you're from, name your company and, uh, and your name and we'll, we'll, we'll introduce ourselves. Go ahead. Ryan, Get Clean Windows. I'm from Denver. Okay. Dan Eisen, Get Clean Windows as well as from Denver. He's got a radio voice. Yes, he does. <laughs> Dan Eisen is a radio voice. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric Swenson. I'm with Swash Inc. from Orlando. Awesome. I'm Nicolette. I'm also from Swash Inc. from Orlando. Brian Richardson from Kentucky Crystal Clean Services. Speak up, y'all. Aaron Luthai, Ace Pressure Washing, Salem, Oregon. I said Aaron's name three times in the last two days. Just found out the correct pronunciation as I record the podcast. My apologies, Aaron. <laughs> Andy Davis. Battleground, Washington, near Portland, Oregon, uh, HD Plumbing Services. Plumbing extraordinaire. Rick Atkins, Atkins Deck Treatment Service, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Awesome. Matt Adwell, Adwell Services in Annapolis, Maryland. Mike Geller, Brightview Cleaning in uh, D.C., Baltimore area. Previous guest on the podcast as well, and also has a radio voice. That's amazing. We also have... Chris Phillips with Send Jim from Fenton, Michigan. Woo woo! Brandon Vaughn with All Clean in Portland, Oregon. Ooh, Brandon Vaughn, the unicorn. Jonathan Mothersoul with Turf Surge out of Dayton, Ohio. Jonathan Mothersoul, young, crazy millennial entrepreneur building an empire in Ohio, doing lawn stuff. It's amazing. All right, so we're going to talk about employee issues. If you have something to say and you're passionate about it, go ahead. Don't feel pressure like you have to. But um, we had a conversation earlier, sparked by Matt Adwell, Mike Geller, about how we're all marketers. And I, like, scream online and on the podcast how uh, sales and marketing is foundational cornerstone. It, like, systems are important. you got to have systems. And sales and marketing is the only thing that matters. And then the other systems matter. Like, lead with sales and marketing. But that includes your team and recruiting employees, right? 
Absolutely, because what you'll find is business tends to be a balance between uh, we got plenty of business, on, or we, we, we got plenty of uh, capacity, rather, and we need business. So now you're thinking of sales and marketing in the traditional manner of sales and marketing. Go out and get customers. But then now you've got tons of customers, and I need capacity. I need to hi- hire and find people. So then now you need to market and sell to find people. <laughs> so it's yeah. always marketing or sales. You're going to use those same skills either way. Yeah, you either have a dollars problem or a humans problem, and it's one or the other or both, right? Were we talking about this before, the teeter-totter thing? Yeah, Is that me and you? we talk about this all the time. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Say You're something, say something profound. <laughs> something profound. No pressure. Everyone stare at him. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like uh, every day, all day, we either have internal customers or external customers. Oh, snap. So external customers, we know how to sell to them. We know how to market to them. We also know how to deliver an amazing customer experience to them, mm-hmm. right? Yes. You know, if, you, if you tell them, hey, we're going to do an awesome job for you, you actually have to do an awesome job. Otherwise, they won't refer anyone to you. They won't do any, you know, they won't tell their friends and their family about you. They won't come back. Same thing goes with your internal customers. Yeah, your employees won't come back for work tomorrow. If you can't deliver to them, <laughs> if you can't de- deliver to them just like you can to your, you know, your customers, your external customers, uh, then they'll leave. They won't refer their family and friends. They won't say, wow, that was the best company ever to work for. Right. It's the exact same thing. Exact same thing. Do you, anybody, Matt, you got something to say about it? experience. Yeah? Chris? Chris I Phillips. Think, I think one of the biggest opportunities out there right now is to inspire young people and and be the person that's always recruiting um i think the work is out there with what we do there's a never-ending amount of things to clean but what i what we hear most is that i can't find good people to work for me but be that person that inspires young people coming up learn to recruit millennials and know how to motivate them and coach them and you'll take your business to levels that you can't even imagine when i talk to small business owners they they say i can't find good workers almost as an entitlement phrase as if you deserve to have good workers you don't deserve the universe owes you nothing are you even a company worth working for right are you offering a job or do you have a career opportunity, right? We talked about perceived value. Language matters, right? And I've said a thousand times in the podcast, labor job, $10 an hour, must be drug free. Put that in the yellow pages or, yeah, good luck, like, or on Craigslist or something. It doesn't work. You've got to be a marketer. And do you want to talk a little bit about the bait and the copy and all that stuff, Matt, Matt Adwell? Okay. What do you think? Yeah, so basically what ends up happening is – we don't put ourselves in our employees' shoes. We create this job that has no future, no money, no nothing, mm. and it's the very definition of a dead-end job. There's nothing to it. And then we go, well, we can't find good people. And then the people that we have, we say, well, they don't do what I want them to do. Mm. And we haven't created anything where we thought about them. Ooh. So instead, if we think about what kind of person do I want and what do they care about, what would be important to them, what could I do to create an environment that would fill all of their needs and then they love working here. They want to be a part of this because this profound. gives them everything. That is freaking profound. That is profound. All right, so why don't we as a group create an employee avatar 
and we can just do it really quick. It doesn't have to be perfect. But with marketing, with your, with your small business, we create a customer avatar. People even name their avatars. I know a lot of the people in Russell's Inner Circle thing, they have pictures with complete bios on their avatar. It's a fake thing, but it's also a real thing. It's, it's, it's Jane Westover. She has two kids. Uh, she has this much student debt. She lives in this type of thing. Her parents were like this. She is interested in these hobbies, and this is her deal. It's like it's demographic info. It's psychographic stuff. And we look at our employees who are a different form of customer, like Brandon said, uh, and we don't even do that. Maybe we can do that. Who wants to take notes? Let's have maybe Mike take notes. So... For a home service company, let's just pick one business, uh, Murica Cleaning Company. <laughs> Murica Cleaning Company, it's a startup. They're going to be opening in the Midwest. It's a high-end uh, community population of 200,000 people in the zip codes that they service. And they're going to offer uh, roof cleaning, pressure washing, and window cleaning. Uh, it's a brand new business, and they want to know how to write their copy and how to do this stuff, right, for their customers. But they also have to write copy and do all the stuff for their employee uh, let's say that they're in a college town. What kind of stuff are we looking for? Everybody? Just yell it out. Optimist. Optimistic? Yeah. Okay, love it. Self-starter? Self-starter. Great attitude. Great attitude? <laughs> a people person, for sure. A people person? What else? Hungry. Let's be creative. Let's think. Hungry. Ability to upsell. It's the one thing you can't train is hunger. What's that? Ability to upsell. Jonathan Maynard said ability to upsell. Humble. Humble. Teachable. Coachable. Teachable. Teachable. Coachable. Content. Content. Anything else? A little bit of desperation. (laughs) Desperation? Responsible. Easy to intimidate. (laughs) No, just kidding. Don't do that. Right? Okay, so I want to go a little deeper than this, really, because some of these are the same thing said different ways. Are they athletic? How old are they? What's like their deal, like their worldview even? You can't like discriminate and hire on that. But if you picture it like your typical employee, what's their deal, right? You, you need to understand them in your own brain so you can write the copy as if you're talking to that person, right? I know Brian, he's not in here. I think he went to bed. Go ahead. Brian Hager said he looks for guys that are in their, their early to mid-20s, um, single, and kind of have an absentee father figure so that they, they look and they, they seek for that person to kind of lead them and guide them. Yeah. He does. And also, Brian is a New Jersey type A. Like, hey, Brian Haggerty, blah, 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 do it, right? So you also create. Brian's amazing and he's a good friend, but Brian is different than Andy, Mishura, and me. And so when you create your employee avatar, it's got to be totally like a snowflake unique for you, right? Someone that can work well with you too, right? Um, he wants these really aggressive guys. That's how he is. Um, so anyway, so we have this person. Is there anything else anyone wants well, to add to that? We for family guys, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yes, we wanted family. If it's your yeah. company culture. Whatever you decide your company culture is, that's your, that's your employee avatar. Yeah, that's right, whatever you decide. There's not really rules, right? We can do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. Bizcation on three. One, two, three. Bizcation! Okay, back to the podcast. All right, we're on a Bizcation um, anybody have any inspirational thoughts of fire in your belly? I don't know if it's inspirational, but uh, when I think of it, I think of what they want. I try to put, like, all of this is kind of what we want, oh, more yeah. or less. Yes. You know, it's all from, from our perspective. Let's we, do it. I want a people person. I want someone who's coachable. I want, well, what does this person want? Let's do it. Let's write it down. That's genius. Oh, I can't believe we missed schedule. that. They want a flexible schedule. Yeah. So I'll give you a couple things. They like to work hard and then go home and not think about work anymore. 
They have bills and responsibilities, so they need to know that their bills and responsibilities they want be security. Met. security. Security. Absolutely. And they want... Um, um, what is the thing I always say employees need? They need, to, they need certainty. That's the word. Employees crave certainty. All of us need certainty at some well level. Of needs. They crave it. They couldn't... Yeah. So, that's good. Go ahead. They want a plan of how they can succeed in your company. They want... Oh, that is good. You have to show them the path to get more money. Is anybody at this table... Tell me if you can relate with this... The employee randomly comes up to you and they're like, "Hey, boss, just wondering if uh, we can talk about getting a raise." And you're like, and you, and they're a nice guy. And you're like, he, oh, "Okay, you know." And then you like kind of do it or you whatever. And then it happens again. There's no like <laughs> forward planning at all. You don't even know what the top pay should be for that position based on the number. You have no idea. Um, they should know right when they hire on for that position the ladder to get there. Don't you have a program like that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the unicorn. Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think the most important thing is, is you, you said employees crave certainty. Mm-hmm. So do children. Consistency, really clear understanding of what the rules are, what aren't the rules, you know, where they can behave, right. what they need to do in order to get to that next level with regards to things. Uh, so one of the things that we actually do is we take all of our employees and we give them really, really detailed training on how to read a profit and loss sheet. We give them training on how to think like a business owner. Everyone's always like, no one will ever, you know, no one ever, ever take it as seriously as me because I'm the business owner and I'm the only one. Well, why don't you teach them how to think like business owners and connect those dots? And Mike nailed it when he said that if you can connect their dreams, you know, you can get everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want in life. Mm-hmm. And so if you, the very first question that you ask that was Zig Ziglar, by the way, not me. Uh, if you ask them, what are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish? And then you can talk about, that's awesome. We're going to help you get there. While you work here, I'm going to do everything in my power to help you achieve that goal, even if it doesn't directly benefit the company. But let me tell you how we can connect this bridge over to we can fulfill your goal by helping the company achieve its goals it helps and dreams. the company because they, they go to war for you. Absolutely. What happened yesterday at our house, one of the guys that's helping me at the event is Cooper. I've mentioned him on the podcast. He's my buddy. Young guy, he's 21, just turned 21 years old. And he told, said last year he wanted to be a real estate investor. I didn't do anything magical. I sat down. I'm like, all right, do you have credit? No. So we worked on that, did it. He executed. How much money do we need? He did it. He saved it up. And he told Brandon last night, and he's so proud to meet Brandon, hang out with Brandon. He tells him, what did he do? He actually put in an offer on his first investment property at 21 years old. Yeah. Like 12 months ago, no, nothing. Yeah. It's power. It makes me emotional thinking about it. It's unbelievable. So yeah, yeah, focusing on what other people want by default does really great things. Um, All right. Rain my emotion back in. Where are we at with the avatar? I was going to bring more emotion. Okay. Uh, Let's keep the emotion going. (laughs) I was just going to add to what Brandon was saying that people will work for a paycheck, but they'll die for a cause. So if you can give them the bigger vision, you can give them the bigger thing, then their, their buy-in is, is huge, and you get, you'll, you'll have loyalty that you don't normally see. Everyone right now should immediately hit pause on the podcast, go to YouTube, search Simon Sinek, Start oh, With yeah. Why, the yeah, TED Talk video. That is good. Just watch it. Watch his talk on how to deal with millennials. Watch it. And just get a good understanding on you know, this new generation of workforce and what really, truly matters to them. Because like you said, everyone has this victim mentality that, you know, 
millennials are entitled. They're so selfish. They just right. want all these things. Well, no, actually, maybe you just don't know how to motivate them. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's your game. To it's a hundred percent exactly what it is. And this is a good segue because what we're going to talk about now is uh, how we're mar- we're supposed to be marketers. We kind of started out internal, external customers, and and all that stuff. So when you write. Uh, Okay, let me back up. Before we talk about marketing, I want to talk about recruiting. So it's an industry for Fortune 500 companies. It's a huge industry, headhunting, headhunting. But with our little business, we don't think to actually go get, like literally go hunting for the avatar and bring them back into our company. We just do a Craigslist poster and put something on Indeed and then complain if we don't get anything. Have any any of you guys done recruiting? Is it a part of what you do? Are you aware? You want to share anything? Yeah, I, do, I do a lot of internal recruiting. Okay. Um, and this year was the first year that I actually went outside of my current employees to find replacements because they brought the guys in. When I had somebody leave, they did their own recruitment, and we, typically within two to three days, the position was filled, if not within two or three hours. Um, okay. Did do you mean they would go out? Did you reward them? Was there an incentive program no. or something? They're just I you'd said, hire their friends or something? Yeah, I said I need somebody, and they said okay, he'll be in in an hour. Well, you have a unicorn business. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. Well, however, is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's and, true, and that's culture. what it is. Is because of the culture, the guys enjoyed their jobs, yeah. and they also knew what was expected, and weren't going to bring me somebody who wasn't going to perform. Yeah. And this is Rick Atkins. You've been in business for how many years? Uh, 28. Yeah, he's got a large company, a big team. He's doing a lot of cool stuff, and I'm glad you're here. He's right? a sleeper. Man. Jonathan Maynard, what do you what, want to say? What you got to remember is, is a player and, and rock star employees, they have jobs. They're out working. They are out rocking it and killing it for other companies. So when you're out and about, when you're out at the grocery store, when you're out getting your, your oil change, you're going to find those people that are awesome, and you're going to say, Hey, I had a great interaction with you. I would love for you to come work for me. Maybe it's not today, but mm-hmm. when that day comes, call me. And and then you get them to come to you. Because if there's somebody that is just, you find the, the weird unicorns that are searching the job ads, but generally if they're unemployed, that's for a reason. Mm-hmm. The A players, they have jobs, they're killing it at their current company, and you want to be the Yankees. You want to be the, the person, you want to be the company that they want to come work for. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> you know, it used, Seriously. It used to be always be closing, but now it's always be recruiting because that's Well, really the, the unemployment rate is next to nothing, and all the emails you get when you do Craigslist, these are people that are required to send their email in to get benefits from the government. It's all fake, right? So that's why no one shows up to interviews. That's how that works, by the way, in case people are wondering out there. <laughs> Your employees already have a job, just like Jonathan said. I'm going to go to the other side of the table because I feel like maybe Brian Richardson wants to... Definitely, just you know, really, really, just go for it, buddy. No, nothing. You got it? okay. I was just messing with you. And, any, anybody got any closing thoughts as we kind of wrap this up? Go ahead. I think it's really management styles that you come across. You you see supervisors, and there's two different two different types of people. You, the ones that you're going to bring in are your managers. The ones that are you got leaders that can project. And, and really lead anyone. You could take a bum off the street, and you, if you had the right leader in place, you can lead them to the point where you have everything on your list because it's the same person. But then when you have a different management style where they're just 
managers are managing them. They're just telling them what to do. You know, they're not leading yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. I think you get the opposite effect, whereas they're going to get start complaining, get complacent, get to the point where okay, we can't we can't get to the same point because there no there's no point to get to. Ooh, I like that. The analogy I heard somewhere, don't know where, is that a leader is a guy that climbs the tallest tree, and he's doing this, and it's kind of, it's really skinny at the top, and it's blowing, and it's risky, and he's doing this, and he screams to the ground, like, that's where we're going, and the guy in the ground below the tree is waiting to get the vision, right? And then he's the manager guy, and he's calling out, you get the ropes, you get the axes, blue team, your green team, we need a subgroup over here, battalion over here, and he's coordinating and executing while the guy is you know, telling him where to go, which is really cool. It's kind of epic. Um, but yeah, so we just did one of the coolest podcast episodes ever. Was that not cool? Does anybody have a closing thought before I end the recording? Mr. Adwell? Okay, we got lots of them. It's not over. Oh my God. And I know you didn't want it to be anyway. So good for you. Here we go. So one of the things you hear all the time is just that it is impossible to find good people. I can sell more work than I can do. I just can't find the people, but it's, it's challenging, but it's not an unsolvable problem. It's one of those things that once we know that question, we can find the answer. We can put our minds to it and figure out what it is people want. Spend the time. We spend the time on the outside. If we spend the time dreaming it on the inside, we can make that happen. Yeah, I think we just have unrealistic expectations of how much effort it takes now with the way things are now to get a good employee. It's like It takes a lot of effort, not just a post, right? Did you guys have something? Go ahead. I was going to say, you had me write this down to create an avatar, and I did the work, and I want some credit. So, okay. hold on one second. <laughs> okay. okay, yes, yes, let's recap the avatar. So, Go ahead. So, I broke it down into a couple couple fields, which I think will be beneficial, and there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. So, you got personal personality qualities, right, which that's kind of what we started at, with optimistic, positive, self-starter, uh, content, etc. But then you can also look at other attributes. Hey, they're athletic. Uh, Maybe other other qualities. Like working outside. Window cleaner. They're tall. That's <laughs> not that we're going to discriminate. Not okay. scared of heights. Not scared of heights. Exactly. There's a 250 pound weight limit on ladders. That's a that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. There's also a there's also a 225 pound weight limit when you ride horses in Cancun, which I was not allowed to do, and humi- <laughs> humiliated in front of dozens of strangers and my family. And that but, hoverboard's been smoking, man. That hoverboard has been smoking. You can't give away my hoverboard secrets on the podcast. No, I fell off the hoverboard today and humiliated my myself but we don't have to talk about that so the, <laughs> you're bleeding again uh your last uh the, the last section would be what they want and doing this and, and that's where what's their deal uh matt brought out some things of what they want they want to go to work and forget it uh they want to make a difference this is where simon Sinek's video and millennials find out what they want they want to feel important they want to feel good at their job people like to feel skilled at what they do um, they want to win oh this reminds me of kurt kempton he has a great one about the basketball court oh absolutely and he talks about how, like, how not fun would a basketball game be if there was no lines on the court? So you're dribbling, and the guy's kind of boxing you out, and he just keeps going. Like, 100 <laughs> yards that way, and then he comes back around the back and comes up under and totally, like, they would just, everyone would quit. It would be lame. So the, the boundaries, the fences, the rules, really even what we talked about earlier, is that clear, structured, time-blocking thing. That is what creates the environment where people even know if they're winning. Um, yeah. So then the flip side of this is now you have a, the basis of an avatar. You've got the personality qualities. You have the other attributes you're looking at, what they want. Now you can take all this information and you can write copy that is going to 
attract this bait, person. The bait and structure your company. Yeah. So good. And uh, I guess the last thing I'll say after Andy talks. <laughs> Another thing would be the key performance indicators or show them how they can win and then share the information so they know if they're winning and they know if they're going down the right track. Mm-hmm. Got to have a scoreboard, suckers. Got to have a scoreboard. Uh, I was just going to say that all relationships take two, right? And it's funny, when we first started out, and even me, I'm like, okay, who's our avatar? It was like, how can you serve me? 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 And then it'd be crickets, right, if we put out that. But, and that's important, because they need to be able to serve our company. But then that should be like 50% of it. And then it's like, all right, now, how can I serve you to get maximum performance and make you stick and all that? You gotta be this goes into s- the idea of servant <laughs> leadership to a certain extent. You know, you have servant leadership where you're, you're in a sense, serving your employees and helping them reach their goals, as, as Brandon was saying. You know, and in turn, you're going to reach your goals. 100%. Brandon, you want to cl- take us out? If one thing, if one thing that you learn from even just listen to this podcast and the visual element of seeing all these amazing presidents and CEOs and entrepreneurs gathered together in one room, how awesome is it to be able to get together and to have this kind of a brain trust because the power of the group is so much more powerful than the power of one. So just being able to get together, I mean, you hear, that's one of the things that I absolutely love. I mean, even me just sitting here, I'm learning stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to implement that too. You know, so uh, do not forget that, you know, get around like-minded individuals, get around other fellow presidents and CEOs and uh, raise yourself up and don't be afraid to make sure that you raise up the actual industry as well. So... All right, everybody, thank you so much. I am having a coughing fit because we've been talking all day. Yeah, let's end with a bizcation because this isn't the Automate Grossell spreadsheet analysis workday. This is a biz-freaking-cation. So if we could, can we say biz-freaking-cation and pause in between them on one, two, three, biz-freaking-cation. We'll see you later, suckers. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.